0: From JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning.
1: Very good morning, Mark. So that
0: was one speech. The other speech yesterday, of course, was Powell. Yes, our friend, Mr Jerome Powell. After we spoke yesterday morning, the the, uh, Fed chair spoke at a function, what they call a moderated discussion at the Economic club of Washington. Now, Mike, this was important because as we talked about sort of earlier this week, um, interest rates have been falling. And when we talk about that, talk about long-term interest rates and share markets have been going up. And this is all on the expectation that the Fed will change its tune soon. You know, that's been the sort of general consensus. But then on Friday night, Friday night last week, you got that supersized job report, the non-farm payrolls number, which was much much stronger than expected, and this has sort of thrown a spanner in the popular consensus story that the US economy is slowing. So there's lots of interest in, in how is the Fed going to view that that very hot jobs number. Now, now, Mike, I know I sound like a bit of a broken record in this regard, but I keep referring back to the speech that Jerome Powell gave in August last year uh, when he opened the Jackson Hole conference. And that speech was a primer, it's a guidebook for reading the Fed, and yesterday he backed it up again. He basically said the labour market strength underscores why bringing inflation down will take longer and why it will require higher interest rates than a lot of people are anticipating. And the process of getting inflation down is going to be bumpy. He reiterated once again that they will react to data. So basically what that means, Mike, is all wage, all labour, all inflation data becomes pivotal from here on in. So, Mike, if I look at sort of the tech stocks, if I look at the, the NASDAQ index, it's been shooting the lights out over the last few weeks, I mean, since the the start of this year. And basically what that's doing, it's sort of endorsing that popular consensus story, that soft landing scenario. Well, Powell has reminded us yesterday that it's not that simple. And if I look at the NASDAQ, it's been uh, down three, we've had three down days in the last four sessions. So it's just a little bit of a reality check there from the Fed Chair. Speaking of a reality check, how about that minimum wage, eh? yeah so some some just some thoughts on this announcement yesterday from from the government mike in particular lifting the minimum wage and um in line with the current rate of inflation and and i just want to sort of think about the implications you know are there implications for inflation inflation inflationary expectations so uh, a few comments that i would make uh mike there's there's no doubt that people on minimum wage feel the bite of inflation they feel the sting of inflation particularly in things like energy food and necessities. We know food price inflation is running above the rate of inflation at the moment. And I think it's also relevant to point out that the 7% lift that you've seen, that's not out of sync with some of what we're seeing in terms of the numbers on general wage inflation over the last year. If you look at the average hourly uh, earnings number that came out, I think came out 1st of February, was sort of 7.2% rise in that. So that's what we are seeing across the private sector. I'm a little bit sceptical of the 0.1% impact on inflation that was quoted yesterday. I'm just not quite sure about the robustness of that calculation. I'd like to understand that calculation a little bit more. But I think what this is doing for us is it's really highlighting very effectively is this question of how do you control inflation? I mean, if you keep pushing costs up at the rate of inflation... What is the mechanism for reining it in? I mean if you assume that the so to some degree rising costs are passed through, you're basically baking in inflationary expectations and we get that very ugly sort of self-fulfilling aspect of it. So that's because that is the key is where do you think inflation is going to go? So one scenario, of course, is that business absorbs some of these costs. So you transfer the cost of getting inflation down to business. and specifically, to the providers of capital to business, the equity holders. They basically wear the cost of inflation uh, through lower profits or no profits. Or, as the Reserve Bank is trying to do, you slow demand. So you let that feed through to prices. So you got no demand, so you don't put your prices up. But ultimately, what does that lead to, Mike? Fewer jobs, less work. So look, it's not helpful, I think, in terms of inflationary expectation. But if there is one thing that's come out of this, Mike, This is focusing, I think, the discussion on how exactly do we rein in inflation, and that's possibly a good thing. Numbers, please. The Dow Jones is down half a percent, down 175 points. It's uh, currently at 33,980. Uh, the S and P five hundred is down one percent, uh, down forty two points, four one two one, and the Nasdaq is down a little bit more, actually one point four percent, currently eleven thousand nine hundred and forty three. Uh, the FTSE one hundred uh, gained a quarter of a percent, seven eight eight five yesterday. The Nikkei uh, lost about point three percent, twenty seven thousand six hundred and six. The Shanghai Composite was down half a percent. was the close there. In Australasia yesterday, the ASX200 gained 0.35%. 7.530 was the close there. And we had a good day in New Zealand. Uh, The market up 0.68%, that's 83 points, closing at 12,211. On the currencies, one New Zealand dollar will buy you 0.6311 US, 0.9095 Aussie, 0.5880 Euro, 0.5220 pounds, 82.84 Japanese yen, gold $1,874.96, and still Brent crude still holding up there, $84.13. Catch up tomorrow, jmiwealth.co.nz, Andrew Callaher